What time is it? Hey, hey. Oh, hello. I'm Gareth. <laughs> Not fucking Australian. What was that? <laughs> oh, hello. I'm Gareth. <laughs> hello, I'm Gareth. And welcome to the... <laughs> Oh, Did you forget on. the name of your own podcast there, Josh? <laughs> and welcome yes. to Booker Booker! I don't think I've ever learned This is name. an improv clock, this is my second podcast. How to headbutt pigeons! <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't matter what I say here, because uh, one of those things is going to be superimposed over it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello! Welcome to episode 13 of Improv Clock with the Makeup Artist. I'm Gareth. The only person reading a script in this podcast is me. I don't need a reason. Don't question my authority. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. They are Jim, Josh, Lauren, Harvey and Maddie. For those with a more delicate ear, the language used by the aforementioned could be considered to be less than proper, so don't say you weren't warned. Now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. I'll be asking questions and demanding answers. This week's questions are all things kids have asked, or possibly questions their parents have claimed they said to get likes on social media. Jim, why do spiders run away when I fart? Spiders aren't running away uh, necessarily away from your farts. They're, they're running away to go tell their friends about this cool new farting machine that has arrived in their domain. And they're going to do what bees do. And then they're going to dance in front of the hive. And they're going to go, hey, look at this. There's a farting machine. Let's go say hello to it. That's why he's running away. It's not because he's scared. He's not running away from you. He's running away so he can get all of his friends and they can come back and eat your face off. Really not a lot to say to that. Um, <laughs> Lauren. What are those lumps below my willy? <laughs> um, turns out I'm really not prepared for motherhood. Um, they are things that you will learn about. Go ask dad. Go ask dad. You need to prepare for that question, Lauren, when Jim finally lets you have a dog. <laughs> yeah, but that, with a dog, dogs don't ask those questions. He might. You just don't understand him. Do just embark form exactly. Oh, oh, oh testicles, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the newest link. <laughs> ow, 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 testicles. <laughs> Maddie, why is it Tuesday? You're fucking telling me, my friend. <laughs> Fuck Tuesdays. Okay, drink to that. Staff meetings, responsibilities, I don't know. If it were my way, it'd be a fucking, a fucking Friday. Um, <laughs> Harvey, how do snails work? Snails don't really go to work, if I'm honest, Gareth. Um, they haven't got that in their, their little insect world at the moment. They have it far better than us. They just kind of roll around on their bellies all day and then pop in the shell when they need a quick beer and then pop out again when they don't need to and just roll around on the shelves some more. You leave a little trail behind so all the mates can follow them. They don't get lost and uh, <laughs> that's how they do their life. Is that uh, why they do it? Yeah. That was yeah. an insight. Yeah. Josh, why does the moon yeah. follow us home? Because <laughs> the moon is trying to keep you safe. It's well known for being head of the, head of the Met. 
Metropolitan Police Force, the moon. He's like a puppet master, though. You know, they have a figurative head, but the moon's actually in charge because of the time he uh, fought and put on trial and locked away um, Dick Turpin. <laughs> and since then, he's been following people home. I genuinely think Josh could probably just do this podcast on his own. And just... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty really serene for me. Um, do you do audible books? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do that for you, Maddie. What would you like okay, me to do? Okay, good money for that. Thank you. Thank you. If we didn't stop Josh from talking, he would have carried that monologue on. In... Yeah, I knew where I was going to go next. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the moon's successful career, obviously. <laughs> well, well. We'll never know about that. Now, it's time to play a few games. The scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. Our first game we're going to play is called Press Conference. Three improvisers will be reporters keen to get the scoop from the interviewee, but the catch is that they are the only one who doesn't know why... At the end of the interview, the interviewee will try to guess why they're famous. Asking the questions will be Lauren, Jim and Harvey. Josh. Can you mute us, please? Wait, why? Why am I muting you? <laughs> do you know um, the game press conference that we do, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're in that. Oh, I don't think I've ever been in it before. Have you not? Right, so, no. So I go away now, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. So, uh, Josh can't hear us. So, um, Josh has visited every country in the world. So you're going to have to ask questions around that prompt. So uh, let's get his attention. He's looking. He's not looking. He's drinking off his bottle of wine. Josh! (laughs) I'm going to call him. (laughs) It's the only way. (laughs) That was so innocent and beautiful. Hello. <laughs> so I've done something, yeah, in this press conference. Yeah, and you're trying That's to work the... out what what the questions that you're being asked. Why you're famous? Right. Okay. So, uh, if we're ready, um, good afternoon, everyone. Today we'll be speaking to Josh. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? Hi. I'm fair to middling. Thank you. Concise. That's good to hear. <laughs> uh, do we have any questions? For Josh. My first question would be, um, how long did it take you? Seven years. The day. To the day? Wow. I did it on a... Well, I did it on a leap year, so... One of those seven was a leap year, so I had the extra day on. That's how leap years work. Trust me, I'm a mathematician. That's, that's, so it's, it's an interesting choice for a mathematician to make, then, is to, is, is to do what you've done. Um, can you tell us what your favourite part of those seven years was? be that time i uh built my shed and a nice nice place for me to go to relax and unwind you know i've got a couple of uh weights in there a fine brandy and just go in there to, to take some time away from everything else i was doing in the seven years was your <laughs> sorry is no, your shed in in any particular location uh is, is it is it, or, where where is it on top of a canal boat uh <laughs> that I used to live on. Um, 
Oh, I had built this shed on top of a canal boat, and I went around, obviously, in the seven years I had to move around because because of the nature of the thing I did, clearly. So I'm guessing you saw a fair bit of uh, wildlife while you were doing what you were doing. What did you gander? I saw a badger once having a fight with a shrew. It was very, uh, <laughs> very interestingly weighted fight, obviously. A shrew, very small animal, badgers quite large. Can um, you believe that? So the shrew, but the shrew won, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Uh, it had poisoned the badger beforehand. Interestingly, on my journeys too, I saw a decapitated badger on the road. It was very upsetting. Oh, no way. It's a true story in my real life. I was very upset. But and it's also for the character I'm playing too. Josh Blanchard, who did something. Occasionally, I've happened upon a magpie or a chaffinch. That's always been nice to see. Chaffinches, as I've always thought, bring good luck. Uh, so, um, there's many other fauna that I saw on my trip, but I'd say badgers and chaffinches were up there as my favourites. Not to rush you, Josh, but um, what was your probably favourite group of people that you met along the way? Uh, I enjoyed meeting the French. I sailed my canal boat over the English Channel. And I met some of the French. They were a good people. They gave me some cheese. Um, so they were nice. Welsh, they're okay too. That's all I have to say on the Welsh. Carry on. How did you prepare for all the different types of weather that you, you had to deal with? I had to do a lot of squats. Uh, it's important with the, t- the type of rain I was in, and weather and the like, to be able to run fast. And if you needed to, if there was, for, for example, a dense fog, I'd have to jump quite high to see over the fog. The squats were very important uh, for me, yeah. I've Oslo got a question. Um, did you pick up many trinkets from your journey? <laughs> trinkets? Uh, got a, a bottle opener that looks like Des O'Connor. <laughs> Keep that by the side of the bed, and if I'm having a rough night... You do on these type of journeys. A lot of the nights are rough. You, I just take a look at Des, and uh, it makes me feel a bit better. So, Lauren alluded to the weather. I'm guessing you experienced lots of different temperatures. Did you deal well when it was hot, when it was chilly? Because, oh man, I would struggle with that. I, I'm not a big fan of the heat. Uh, I had several industrial fans on my uh, canal boat. Uh, the... I'm a big fan of dancing in the snow in little blue pants. So I quite enjoyed the uh, extreme cold. The heat, no, no, sir. Uh, I, I, big fan. I heard that you, you had a lot of trips to Delhi. What was your favourite New Delhi that you went to? Um, well, there's a, there's a Delhi in Worcestershire called the Delhi Lama that I really enjoyed going to. Uh, it's obviously the New Delhi Delhi in New Delhi. New Delhi, New Delhi, as it's known. And that's a nice one too. Hard to get a canal boat to India, but I, I managed it. So did you did you find yourself crossing over the equator? Um, equator, sorry. Uh, well, yes. I don't know. Is India over the equator? Is it on the other side? If that's true, then yes, I did. If not, I don't know. It's a line, and it, it's not real. No one's drawn it, so I don't believe the equator exists, is what I'm trying to say. So I've heard that uh, during these seven years, there, there was a, a large portion of time you were spent with a 
someone who we now uh, know uh, was called Della. Um, for, for the duration of that time, what did Della wear? Was it uh, New Jersey? She had a nice pair of moccasins. <laughs> and a, a large shawl. I obviously what? stuck to my silky kimono. But... Our listeners are going to not believe this. <laughs> I think we're going to have to Togo. So, Josh, what, what do you, who do you think you are? I've got an idea. I got engrossed in my own story that I was yeah, telling. Yeah, you did a little. So, have I been to as many places as possible? Have I been around the world in 80 days or something like that? Yeah, you've visited every country in the world, yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, not in 80 days, you did it in seven years or whatever you said. Yeah. Around the world in seven years. Around the world in seven years sounds very unremarkable considered to... <laughs> compared to 80 days. Yeah, but I did it on a canal boat. With a shed on With top. A shed. <laughs> With a shed on top. And that was, that was your favourite part of the whole trip. <laughs> yeah, being in the shed. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely when... shed, new. <laughs> When you said Sorry, the shed, I thought we're going to struggle. We're going to struggle to to get you around the world in a shed, and you put it on a canal, canal boat. <laughs> You're still listening to Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists, aren't they a lovely bunch? Our next game is called New Choice, and for this, I need a Maddie and a Harvey. The scene will be improvised as usual, but if I decide I want to change something, I will say New Choice, and they will have to give an alternate option to the last thing they said. We will continue to say this until I am satisfied and the scene can continue. Maddie and Harvey, your motivation for this scene is ahead. Do you want to try that again? Sorry, you were cutting in and out like a pair of scissors. All I heard was, Maddie, in this scene, Zaheb. That's all I heard. Thank you. Yes. Maddie is straight up Zaheb. Maddie's the most Zaheb person I've ever met. Your motivation for this scene is a headline I found online. That headline is Trash Can Baby is actually a burrito. <laughs> so, enjoy that. <laughs> Harvey, did you take the bins out this week? I, I can tell you I did take the bins out and yeah. there was a trouble in sight, if I'm honest, man. Oh, God. What? Did somebody... Mix up the recycling with the non-recyclables again. New choice. No. Did somebody mix up the dairy with the non-dairy products again? New choice. Did somebody shit in the bin that they shouldn't have shit in again? (laughs) I mean, yes, I may have been caught short, so I did have to (laughs) shit in the bin. But that wasn't the most troubling sight. The most troubling sight was a baby wrapped in tinfoil. New (laughs) choice. Was a baby that looked like a burrito. (laughs) You've got to be joking. No. Was it smothered in cheese? Well, I think it might have been cheese, but I can't be 100% sure because I didn't want to touch it. New choice. I, I, th- I don't think it was covered in cheese, but I can't be 100% sure because I didn't lick the baby. Nothing is rice in this world anymore. We better wrap this up right here, right now. We had. But it gets worse, Maddie. It gets worse. Tell me I more. went to uncover the baby from its tinfoil layer. And what I found beneath there was a burrito. You're joking. So you've got to be joking. New choice. Are you kidding me right now? New choice. Sacre bleu! This is a disaster!
I know, such a disaster. Who in their right mind would buy a burrito and throw it straight in their bin? I mean, the baby was more acceptable. Did we at least charge them more for both baby and burrito? Well, I I can't be sure on how much they paid for it, but it looked like a tasty burrito, so I would say they paid top whack. It wasn't like a, a... I would say they paid top beans for that burrito. New choice. I would say they probably murdered for that burrito. It looked that good. <laughs> Did you at least? I would say they probably didn't pay a lot for that burrito because it looked shite. New choice. I would say they probably paid a fair amount for that burrito because it looked like a standard burrito from Barberito. All of those choices combined into one. I would say they probably paid top dollar, top dollar and a few beans and then murdered somebody out back for that burrito because it looked amazing. But then it took a turn for the worse and it looked shite. So they probably didn't pay a lot. But they probably paid around average price from Barbarito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you um, take a bite out of this burrito, Harvey? I'm ashamed to admit that even though it was in the bin and at first I thought it was a baby, I did take a bite out of the burrito. I could tell by the slobber on your shirt. New choice. I could tell by the juice on your top lip. New choice. I could tell by the schmutz in your beard. <laughs> New choice. I could tell by the way you were salivering all up in this place. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, although it was slightly cold, so I could have enjoyed it more. But it was good. It was a good burrito. I'd say... <laughs> <laughs> well, you did well with what was... Quite a bad, <laughs> bad scene. Yeah. From. Oh, you carried that, my friend. You carried that. I feel like you've been there before. <laughs> Only a few times. <laughs> For our final game, we're going to play Blind Date. In this game, Maddie will be a singleton looking for love. She has the opportunity to ask what she wants of our three eligible bachelors. Lauren, Jim, Harvey and... J- oh, no, that's too many. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I'll take as many as I can get, Gareth. It's it's gone from blind date to take me out. All 30 of us are here. (laughs) Harvin is multiple personalities. Yes. No likey, no lighty. There we go. (laughs) Promise, reveal yourself. For our final game, we're going to play Blind Date. In this game, Maddie will be a singleton looking for love. She has the opportunity to ask what she wants of our three eligible bachelors, Lauren, Harvey and Jim. Maddie, can you mute us, please? Yes, give me a sec. So, Maddie can't hear us. We can talk shit about it, right? Yeah, we can, yeah. Um, She she won't be able to tell. (laughs) Lauren, you are a friendly pirate. What, what, Josh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, had to talk, I had to talk to Becky about something. Right. Oh, you missed, I Josh. You, we're, so you were, were going to be in a game, game, but you're not in a game anymore. So you're it's not okay. <laughs> what? What the fuck? You weren't going to be in it. You weren't going to be in it. <laughs> I said your name by mistake. Right, we need, I want to be in it now. Or Maddie on music. What game is it? Josh, stop. <laughs> you're not in it. <laughs> what game is it? It's Blind Game. You're what not in it. What game is it? Love Blind Date! I know! <laughs> but everyone else does. It's a good game to play. Fine. <laughs> Lauren! I'm going to go and sulk over here. 
Lauren, you are a friendly pirate ghost. So do with that what you will. Um, <laughs> what right. do with that? You should also be Lauren. thankful that you're not Harvey, an elderly prospector who is convinced Maddie's house is built on an area rich in gold. He is trying oh, to be secretive and is searching for the gold. I was um, about to ask, what's a prospector? Yes, that was my first question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like, um, it's a guy who searches for gold. Type. Great. Right, so I'm an old man searching for gold and Maddie's house is built on the gold. I'd have yeah, loved to yeah. have been a friendly okay. pirate ghost or an old okay. prospector. I'm yeah, just going to go for not? a wee before you start. <laughs> I'm sad about it. Jim. I'm actually alright with it now. You are all the chickens from Chicken Run. Never seen the film. Oh, Josh, it looks like you're in, but <laughs> I actually in. <laughs> yeah, because Jim doesn't know Chicken Run. You're in on Fuck the technicality. You're in on the technicality. Well done. That's how I like to win on technicalities. Oh, right, so Josh, you're all the chickens from Chicken Run. Oh, for God's sake. I can only remember about <laughs> like three chickens. Right. Uh, Ma- let's wave at Maddie because Harvey's not back yet. But Actually, I'd, I'd like to go back on the technicality. Oh, no, it's too late. Okay. Do you want to do it? Oh, you, you no, 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 beat no. it, Jim. I was only no, joking. I don't want... You do it. Hey! Josh, well, Josh, you're taking it. Because oh, I, I don't, oh. I, it's been, I, I, I'd like to clarify that what I said was technically untrue, but it's been such a long time that, Josh, you do it. Okay. Well, right. I don't want to do it now. Josh, you're doing it. You're doing it. For 20 bloody minutes about why you wanted to be in it, so you're going to fucking do it, all right? <laughs> right. So yeah, now right. it's Lauren, Harvey, and Josh, because Jim and Josh were having a big argument while you were. Um, I saw something animated going on. I just yeah. want to pray, but... You're, you'll probably hear the argument. Um, <laughs> right, so when you're ready, ask your questions. Start with Lauren, then ask Harvey, and then Jim... Oh, no, Josh is uh, bachelor number three. So, hello, welcome, contestant number one. I would just love to know what your ideal date is. Hi, matey. Well, I would like to tell you that um, on my on a wonderful date with me, that you could expect some lovely, a lovely candlelight dinner. It's been a long time since anyone's actually seen me. I've been trying to contact people, but unfortunately, it's just our can't seem to do it. You've got a real something on your shoulder about that, haven't you, contestant number one? I do, and I've been missing them for years now. I'm starting to peg um, on to what you need. And I'm glad, I'm glad you understand. It's, it's been so long and I really need to, to, to contact, contact the, the people I'm missing. Don't worry, you won't be blindsided. There's no patch over your eyes. You're in safe hands here. Thank you, contestant number one. Contestant number two, um, tell me your top three facts about yourself. Well, the top three facts about myself. Well, that would have to be that I just love a carrot. I love as many carrots as I can find. And you, you are sitting on a mine of carrots. So I need you to sign on the top line because they don't call me Digger Man for no shit. So let's really get to the root of this. Um, Is agriculture a big part of your life? You love to plant seeds and watch them bloom in all senses. I'm not sure I like to plant shit, but I like to take shit that Mother Nature planted many moons ago. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> You're a really down-to-earth guy. I love the earth. Oh, 
Fantastic. <laughs> Contestant number three. Um, how's your relationship with your mum? <laughs> oh, I haven't seen my mum since we last went on holiday together. Oh, it's always nice to get away for a bit, isn't it, love? Even though we were in solitary confinement, because we weren't laying enough eggs. Oh, so. <laughs> but I do miss my mum just a little bit, yeah. Thanks for asking. I don't know what happened to her. I'm assuming she got eaten. <laughs> That's nice for her, I guess. It's nice to have a trip somewhere new. What a cracking response. It's lovely to get the breast of somebody. <laughs> Maybe she's a pie now. Don't be so chicken about it. Don't be fearful. I am a chicken. What else am I going to do? You better bacock your ideas up. Oh. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Contestant number two, I'd love to know more about you. I mean, what is your ideal Sunday? Well, my ideal Sunday is when I come home and I can see that shine. That's what I like to do. I like to sieve it all out and just watch that glow as the sun comes down and the, the shine just bellows off there and you've got a bloody good sunshine with some bloody good things that you've pulled out the ground and it's all shining and you've got many carrots. What is going on? Again, <laughs> the carrots, what? the carrots. I know the quirk <laughs> and I'm confused. Well, I, I love a solid nine carrot. A nine carat is the best way you can go. Are you going to be mine? Ah, uh, well, I might have to do a bit of mining, yes. Maddie, are you ready to guess what I think I'm is? ready. You're okay. Ready so, so with Lauren. Lauren, um, I really had this. Can I, can I say that Josh is a chicken on a chicken farm? A very specific chicken on a chicken farm. Is he from Chicken Run? <laughs> chicken Run, yeah. Brilliant. Science. Harvey is a country bumpkin who mines things. I, I'm, I'm going to tenuously <laughs> give that to you. He's an elderly prospector who's convinced that your house is built on an area rich in gold. Fantastic. <laughs> I can't remember um, with Lauren, but we had the serious vibe going on. Did. Hold on, can I have one of the... Come <sighs> um, on, Lauren. I would, I would really like to contact my crew from the other side. Um, it's really... That's it. Somebody in space. No, no, it wasn't. I she was a clairvoyant. Pirate, pirate, that's it. She's a, yeah. She's get from a... clairvoyant to pirate that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> she was a clairvoyant pirate, you know? She's a, uh, a friendly pirate ghost. Oh, oh, that's so niche. Lauren, you did that so well. <laughs> She hit all bases. Next, next thing I was going to get you to call me Casper. I was so ready for it. <laughs> Brilliant. Harvey was right at home being a prospector. Could Thank be you. your life, yeah. Harvey. Very easily. Yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed it. So I, I channeled all the all the experience I had of kind of gold miners from the golden nugget box. That's what I was kind of channeling. Oh, I love the golden nugget box. <laughs> <sighs> testicles. Wow. Impressive piece of audio that links two pieces together. Wow. This is an improv clock. This is my second podcast. How to headbutt pigeons. Wow. And as we move on towards the end of the podcast, we just about have time for discussion. This lot have proven they will argue about anything. Cut out. Uh, and as we move on towards the end... Uh, 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 you fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're not wrong. And as we move on towards the end of the podcast, we just about have time for a discussion. This lot have proven they will argue about anything, and they were going to prove that again by answering this question. And Jim, if you thought the last question was rubbish, get ready for... If you were a fruit, what would you be? I'm going to uh, quickly just just uh, pull out producer Jim's clarification corner. I'm going to go on a bit of a rant over there, if you don't mind. It's producer Jim's clarification corner. Hi, guys. It's producer Jim. just want to start off by saying this isn't necessarily a rant. This is more of a plea, I think. Um, we are a few episodes in now. Um, thank you for still listening. We still love you. Uh, if you're brand new, welcome. We love you as well. Tell everyone else. Share the love. Share the improv o'clock. But I'm coming to you today to say, help us, please. We need better discussion topics for the end of this podcast. Gareth appears to have run out. Um, so if you do want to help us out, then by all means, please send them to tmaimprov at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Facebook, because that's the one that Gareth controls. Or even just slide it straight into his DMs and send him the discussions straight to him, because I have had people tell me discussion topics uh, that they would like to hear. I have then passed them on to Gareth, and he said, No, it needs to come blind, or something to that ilk, because that's how he sounds when he's headbutting pigeons. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of the show. Producer Jim's Clarification Corner, it's Producer Jim's Clarification Corner. We love Jim, we love Jim, it's Jim's Clarification Corner. Oh! <laughs> Oh, okay. sorry, I've dropped something on me. No, no. So, if you were a fruit, what would you be? Big one, I think. <laughs> a little satsuma. little satsuma. Sweet and zesty. Couple of layers. Irritating pith. Oh. I'd be an avocado. I'm full of healthy fats. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm green on the inside and out. I've got a big fucking stone in the middle of my belly. <laughs> You really ought to get that scene too, Josh. I know. And if you cut him open and leave him, he goes brown. (laughs) (laughs) God, Charles not here for you, say. I didn't mean it like that. I meant that your blood coagulates. Am I going to coagulate? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if I cut you open. And you're not. All right. Cheers. Or maybe a peach, because they're quite fuzzy, and I'm quite fuzzy. And I've got a nice booty. That's all I have to add. Someone else go now. Well, Harvey would obviously be a raspberry. I don't think Harvey's putting any effort into this to think I, about I was thinking. All. I was thinking of a coconut, if I'm honest. Tell us more. Quite, quite hairy, haven't they? They've got, got a good bit of fur on them. Is that the only reason? Yeah. That's Silky insides. He's very white on the inside. I, I'd want to, to see myself as a pineapple, but I know full well that I'm more of a... Look, Jim, hands down, you're a lychee, okay? Spiky outside, but once you get to that succulent middle... Well, see, I was going to say scary-looking, but actually kind of all right. Yeah, I was going to say like a prick on the inside, but we get to know him, he's quite sweet. A prick on the outside. Prick on the inside is, is the wrong way to eat the fruit, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... Might, you'd be a nice bramble, Jim. Hold on, the bramble, but not the actual fruit itself. What part of the bramble then? Just uh, the bush. Just, just the branch. A bit, of, a bit of a thorn. Difficult to get into. You almost don't want to. 
No, you I don't. Why are we going trope. for Jim? Hey, it's fine. I listen to these and try and pick myself up, but you know, every now and again, I... <laughs> look, Jim, I need a, I need you are fantastic at your job. All right, Jim, you listen to these to pick yourself up, and then when you're recording them, you call. <laughs> you cut out halfway through saying that, so I didn't understand the word you just said. That's what it sounds like is he's just he's just gone. Jim, sometimes you call me a cunt, and it's just dropped out right on the <laughs> That is what it sounds like. <laughs> well, that's not what I said. That was at the heart of the sentiment. <laughs> it would make a good pear because they ripen from the out uh, the inside, like other fruits that ripen from the outside. Look, Jim. If I were to be honest, to me, you are a mango. Refreshing. You want to catch it on a good day because otherwise it's kind of hard to bite into. But once you do, it is so sweet and so zesty. And your skin can be awfully leathery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh what? I'll 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 take mango because I'm a man that can go. Uh, I'll get you yellow after that. You had that bout of jaundice. So guys, Gareth is obviously a prickly pear, right? Ob- obviously. Can you eat a prickly pear? No, you no, you can't really eat me. You hear about them all the time, but you don't want to take a bite. Let me just Google. Prickly. They have cracking songs written about them, though. Yes, they do, and you can pick them in Red Dead Redemption, which is very important. Sell them for high prices. Is Jim coming back? He's gone to get a drink. Oh, is he? he's done. Oh, he's told us off for this before, walking off the podcast to go get beverages. I was going to say that I reckon I put myself as an apple because there are quite a few different types of me. There are lots of few different sides to me. I've got kind of a come across as quite crunchy and like hard on the outside, but actually I'm quite soft and sweet in the middle. And all of your organs are teeny tiny. Yeah. What people don't know about Lauren, her lungs are just like microscopic. Listen, the doctors, I'm tiny. a doctor, I'm a marvel, absolute medical marvel. Oh, Lauren, tiny lungs. It's so easy <laughs> to play operation with Lauren's organs, though. <laughs> you can really get <laughs> She's a surgeon's dream, Lauren. <laughs> surgeon's dream. <laughs> and no one can say that about themselves. Surely that makes it harder for them if she's got tiny, tiny organs. Surely that's a Quite surgeon's separate. nightmare. Quite separate. We just said about Operation Harvey. Were you listening? No, I wasn't, actually. I did zone out for a minute. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Again, Josh, you really can't speak. You should what? never yeah, no, the no. phrase, weren't you listening? <laughs> You've got a good point. Is I that think I've listened to anything. Or is it water? I thought I'd return with two and a half litres of gin. The only way to get through these recording sessions. Well, people were smashing you so hard, I wondered if you needed it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all about what we have time for and stuff. So, say goodbye, everybody. Wait, wait, wait hang on. What's a fruit that doesn't do well in warm atmospheres? Because right now I'm sweating my tits off and it is not nice. Uh, frozen gooseberry. Yeah, I'm a frozen gooseberry. Thank you very much. I'll end it there. <laughs> I like gooseberries. And now, Bye. outro play. Maddie, it's time to scat. Skula pipera, skula papa. Skula pipera, skula papa. Skula pipera, skula pipera. Making it a thing, because I don't like the outro. <laughs> and I like it when Maddie scats at the end. <laughs> he still likes the outro afterwards. Yeah, but it's <laughs> much better when Maddie scats before it now. This puts a lot of pressure on Maddie having to be here for every episode now. It's okay. I would do it for the scatting and yeah, for Josh's well, we... approval. I very much appreciate it, Maddie. Thank you. 
Whether you should ever bit. say out loud, I will do it for the scat. <laughs> do it for the scat. <laughs> do it for the scat. This has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!